Welcome to this week's podcast, our small holding life warts and all, um, week 10 of season two. Um, I'm stood in the greenhouse at the minute. The sun's trying to come through. Um, it's quite mild as it is, so if the sun comes through, it's going to be a lovely day. Uh, I do like my greenhouse. I, I've stood here, um, and although the window's the whole greenhouse needs a cleaning out, actually. Um, and at some point, when the weather gets a little bit better, I will get everything out on the lawn and um, give the clean the greenhouse a good clean, uh, brush down cobwebs and clean the windows and that, so the maximum amount of light's coming in. But I don't really want to do that while everything's sort of damp out there. I'll wait for a dry day. But it is on my high on my agenda to get that done. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm lo- I'm looking through the windows, although they are they do need cleaning. They're not too bad, and the reason I love standing here and I have my potting area facing out that way is because it I can see out across the fields, so I can see uh, so I can see our the rest of our garden, the paddock beyond that our paddock, and then the big field that belongs to the farmer up the road, and then there are there's a line of um, trees. There's wood. There's like a coppice in the in the dis- is that what you call it a coppice in the distance um so i can see the trees in the distance so it's always a lovely view and that's where i always see the deer when there's um, a herd of deer i can see there's none, there's none this morning but that's where i usually can watch them what at this time of year when there's no because we've got a row of um a hedgerow uh, all the way along there which uh, we don't cut the top off so that they look like you know the, the hedge is how the forms of the hedge is how a, like, like trees i suppose that's how they grow they're not cut um into square boxes and at this time of year obviously got no leaves on so um i can see through uh over to the field behind um it's quite a big field and it goes off into the distance it's lovely to be in here and i i do like to um come in here and just potter is such a nice place to just potter i deliberately haven't turned on the radios or anything this morning i think i'm gonna have a day without uh deliberately going and trying to find out what's going on um though i should really but uh, i think I just need a break from that i've come in the greenhouse this morning and um wandered over to the, the mouse trap <laughs> and uh when i thought it had gone actually all of the wheat bait because I've got like just normal wheat that I put in the thing that's all been eaten so it's still here um which is another thing I'll be able to do when I um clean it out is I'll probably find where it's living probably living in with the tortoises which are obviously still in here asleep um in their hut now going forward into next month march they should start to wake up and i should start to hear them scrabbling around in there and uh th- you know then i can start to think right i'll start to uh clear everything out and wake those up um and everything else i've just turned my heat mat um up to because i realized i only had it on about eight degrees so i've turned it up to 15 at the minute because I, i've got all the dahlia pots on there um and obviously i've moistened the soil i don't want them to rot so uh which probably eight degrees is a little bit too cold um for them and so i've turned it up to 15 because i want the heat to 
uh, it doesn't matter if the dahlia roots are dry at this time of year, as long as they don't dry out too much. But I don't want them sitting in cold, wet uh, soil. So I've turned that up a little bit. Everything else, I'm just, I wander, I come in here and just wander around and have a look, see how everything's going really, because unless I'm actually planting something on or planting or sowing some seeds, um, there's not a lot to do. But I, you know, I, I've been checking the ranunculars, which are showing signs of life and they're growing. And um, yeah, I'm just going to go around and a few things are growing nicely. The coal rabbi that I planted, um, that I sowed seeds, oh, way back, quite a while back. They're growing nicely. They're not. They're not romping away. They're quite short, sturdy plants, so that's good. Um, I've just got, uh, you know, um, racks and layers of stuff everywhere, and I replanted the sweet pea seeds. And the ones that I replanted in here, obviously, I was aware at that point then that there there was a mouse living in here. So I, they've they've gone up higher on a rack, and then I've also covered them with a lid, a, you know, a clear lid, so that they don't. Um, don't go missing you know they they sweet peas i find it difficult uh at this time of year out so out in the greenhouse because if it does get too cold they will rot um quite easily but uh some of them i've got over the top of the heat mat on a on a on staging and some of them i haven't so i'll just have to keep an eye and see which ones are um which ones are doing well? Um, everything else in my propagators. I've got tomatoes growing. They're starting to come through now, which is good. Some garden delight tomatoes. I've got some zinnias that are growing, and I shall have to start sowing some more of those um, soon because uh, I want successional sowings of things like that. Um, I've got some sunflowers in here. And I've probably planted those a little bit too early, to be fair, because they're very long, they're very tall already, and they've got nowhere to go. So. So unless the, the the weather warms up a bit, they're probably I only planted six, but they're probably uh, going to struggle a little bit because I've got nowhere else for them to go on to after that. Unless I make some kind of uh, tall, covered, uh, like see through cupboard type thing, if you know what I mean, to uh, to keep them going, which I could do. Um, yeah, I might have a go. I might have a think about that. But yeah, it's so far, it's a, um, you know, it's a lovely morning, uh, quite mild. And if that sun could just manage to break through, it's peeking through the clouds. It will be a cracking morning, I think. Really nice. Morning, it's Saturday morning, uh, around about half past ten. Um, weather's not too bad today. It's dry, fairly mild, overcast. Um, yesterday I spent the morning doing some baking, uh, making cake and um, like breakfast bar, oat and seed bar things to snack on. Um, and then in the afternoon, um, I had some more dahlias arrive, so I went out and potted those up. Um, to bring those on and then I did a bit of weeding um, in the front we've got uh, a what is it sycamore sycamore tree and well you know what those seeds are like they get they get everywhere and then they just start to sprout everywhere and if you missed one suddenly you've got a tree growing 
um, and they're all in the front bed, so it's quite easy to remove at this. You can see them, they're nice bright and green and um, quite easy to remove, but there's <laughs> quite literally um, tens, if not hundreds of them. Um, so that's what I did yesterday. I also had a couple of online uh, classes. Uh, one was on herbs and uh, herb propagation, and the other one was uh, on wrapping, uh, ways to wrap bouquets. Um, so that was yesterday. Uh, today, um, this morning, I've mainly been uh, doing the household bits and then... Um, trying to sort out my internet which is because the signal just keeps dropping out and apparently it's not my line so it's from the you know the router to my appliances and I've it seems to be affecting all of them so I uh well yeah you know how long that takes go through all the checklists and everything else seems to take hours and hours um John popped out this morning to do a job he's back now he's just going to clean out the animals he's going to clean out all the hens and that because they all need doing on the ducks and stuff and uh I am going to plant up some gladioli today and now I did have an idea where I was going to put these but um after just quickly watching a a quick video um I realized they're not going to be very happy where I uh was going to put them in the cut garden so I'm going to have to um pinch another one of the little raised beds I'd got I'd eyed up for annuals um and at this rate I'm thinking I might need some more raised beds because our soil is quite heavy um especially there in that bit it runs through a clay seam so the gladioli are not going to like that um not a lot of things do like that so uh so yeah so and also i've gotten to have to plant the gladioli in succession and these are also be successional grown so that they um so you get a constant run of flowers. They don't. They're not all. They haven't. They don't all come up at the same time. Um, otherwise, you just got. You know, you'd be doing. Well, I don't, I don't remember how many bulbs I've got gladioli, about fifty or sixty. But you'd have sixty gladioli ready all at the same time, which uh, obviously I don't want. I want them to come up one week and then the following week and then the following week to come into flower. So. Um, so I'm going to have to rethink that. That was not something I thought about, about bulbs. I sort of put them all in and they probably would all come up at different times. But if I actually want them to, then I have to manage that situation a little bit, uh, a little bit better. The same with all, a lot of cut flowers. Um, it's going to be quite a bit of successional sowing so that you get, um, get them flowering uh, at different times throughout the summer so that you've got a constant supply of flowers um see what i mean so yeah that's what i'm gonna go and do now i'm gonna go and plant up gladioli um and find out find any other jobs out there that uh, need doing always always jobs that need doing i've got some those um sweet peas I, which i have sprouted in water on the windowsill here uh because i thought i want to make sure that they sprout i don't want to waste my time putting loads in and none of them sprout but um probably about um uh, just looking at them now about 70 percent of them have sprouted so that's good i will um do those and i in the back of my head i think i've got other things to put on so um things that are i've got some tomatoes that have been growing in the uh in the study in the office come craft room which are doing really well 
um, but they just they would they're just in a seed tray so I really need to get those out and pot them now and uh, when you do tomatoes you can um, pot them a lot deeper than just the roots you could and they will get stronger so it, it, you can sink um, at least half of the green stalk into the compost which will um, increase the area that roots will sprout from and give you a much stronger plant so um, if you're potting on uh, tomato seedlings do put them deeper than than the actual roots and you can cover half that stem um, with soil and you'll get a much a stronger more rigorous plant doing it that way so yeah that's what i'm going to go off and do now Hello, it's Sunday morning. Well, actually, it's Sunday afternoon. Um, I'm a bit out of sync with time because baby sat last night for Sam and Luke and they didn't come home till half past two in the morning. So, <laughs> so consequently, um, we was up late this morning and now everything is about two hours behind in my head. Um, so, yeah, I got all the gladioli planted that I wanted to, the bulbs that I planted. I also sowed some more zinnias. I did repot the tomatoes, um, and they're back indoors on the windowsill now in pot in, uh, so got more root area to develop now. Uh, probably did a couple of other things out there, but after that I went then and helped John. So I, uh, while he was, he'd done the front chickens, the back chickens, the ducks, and while he was doing the back chickens, I did the chickens in the stable. So they've all had a good um, clean out and, you know, refresh all their bedding and their laying area and I've given them some sunflower seeds and some uh, seaweed. Um, and hopefully at the end of this month, um, we can start to think about uh, letting everything back out and rearranging everything but we haven't had any indication yet that that will happen uh, I don't know what's going to happen if it doesn't it just just seems like a complete waste of time to me really um, this morning when we finally got up and got on um, John's been out uh, burning some rubbish and picking up bits and pieces from everywhere and putting it in the skip um, that sort of thing. He went off to get some dog food. We've been tidying up a bit in the back area because when we did the pool room and everything, a lot of stuff just got dumped and it's just sat there now from that time. we still got to finish off quite a bit out the back, but we need to buy some more ply and it's really expensive at the minute. So it's like, oh, you know, um, try and hold off. We need to put some shelves up to get things up off the floor, etc., etc. Uh, so I've been out there helping him sort a few of those bits out as well. And uh, meanwhile, I've prepped all the uh, dinner. We've got roast today and Sam and Luke and the kids are coming today for the roast. So, um, yeah, the weather didn't turn out very nice yesterday after all. The sun did peak out a little bit, but that was it. <laughs> didn't really stay out very long. Um, and same today, it looked like it was going to be a lovely morning um sort of fairly mild it had been damp it was wet yesterday it rained yesterday a bit uh looked like it was going to be quite nice but the wind is a bit cold so um you know it's still early march so um but you know what it's like it'll just suddenly bang go into something horrendously warm <laughs> probably uh yeah so that's kind of what i've been doing not a lot just little bits here and there um a little bit of uh 
sort of animal husbandry, um, things like that. Still trying to get hold of the bloke to come and sort the fencing out. Uh, sometimes you just need, a, need to just give yourself a kick up the backside to get on and get these things sorted. We talked about, we've got a lot of work ahead of us because we talked about, we've got all these nut trees here and uh, they're getting really big now. And I said to John that really one side we keep down and we don't have the nuts off that because we keep that uh, low because it, otherwise it casts a lot of shade over to my greenhouse which I um, obviously need the light and the same goes for the polytunnels <laughs> we cited them in a bit of a wrong place really but to be fair when we cited them the nut trees were nowhere near as big as they are now so they really I said to John they really need uh, cutting right down by half to be honest and we sort of talked about just doing um a few of them maybe do every other one i don't know there's about 10 out there we'll do one every other one this year and every other one next year maybe so that we still get a, a harvest and that might be the way to go um yeah i mean when we look back at the pictures of this place when we came although a lot of the trees had been in place for um 30 plus years uh, they've, you know, an extra 10 years and they're suddenly starting to get very big, um, massive, which is lovely. It's nice to have huge, big trees. But uh, when you didn't think about it in the first place and they cast shade where you really don't want it, it's a bit of a problem. So you kind of have to manage them, really. Um, that's what we'll be doing. But overall, I think we've really been doing a sterling job of uh, getting everything cleared and tidied and find homes for everything so it's not just all led about everywhere. Um, and keeping trying to keep on top of things, keep things tidy, get rid of stuff, you know, really be quite ruthless and think, right, do we, do we want that? Are we going to use that? No, let's check it. Uh, John did his pool room and when he looked in the box that he had, it got, it's got four sets of pool balls, which... Uh, he doesn't need you know and I said John well we won't skip them yet what we'll do is I'll put them up for free somebody might upcycle them I've seen some lovely clocks and some lovely lamps where people upcycle stuff um let's see if we can up, get them upcycled first before we think about throwing them because it does seem like sacrilege but they're just old you know 20 30 years old sets of balls pool balls that uh you know he's never gonna want or need because he's got a perfectly good set um Things like that, really. And, you know, you kind of hang on to them, hang on to them, think, I don't really want to throw them, but uh, what else do you do with them? Uh, you know, they, w they, they would have been ones that were inherited along with the pool table. So, uh, yeah, try and find a home for them. Good morning. It's Monday morning. Don't we all just love a Monday morning? <laughs> that was a bit of an abrupt end yesterday to that thing. That's because um, I was just stood in the kitchen doing it and John was coming in the back and I knew what was going to happen. He'd just open the door and start talking. So I just quickly uh, uh, rabbited and finished it there. Um, yeah, for the rest of the day, uh, I'm trying to think where I got to on that. The rest of the day, really, I sort of uh well John had to go and went went didn't have to but he went to see his brother because it's his birthday yesterday just to say hello and give him a card and a present um and then Samantha and Luke and the kids all turned up and then we cooked uh, you know I was cooking the dinner and um I said to John yesterday it takes longer to prepare the dinner and to wash it all up and clear it away than it does to sit down and eat it 
which is uh, crazy sometimes, but it was lovely and the kids ate all their dinner and they were really good. So, um, yeah, we had a good time. It was nice. And then, <clears throat> and then the evening, actually, I fell asleep on the sofa for about an hour in the evening because I was a bit tired. And, uh, yeah, and that was the end of that day and the end of the weekend. And now we're into a brand new week. Um, and I, f- I feel a bit, a bit, I think I'm running a sort of like 80 to 85% today. Oh, let's try and measure it in percentage but um so not too bad but not uh I think I feel like I've got a bit of a, a heavy heaviness about me I suppose I don't feel light and airy I feel a bit doughy and lumpy I suppose um but you know it doesn't stop me I will get on uh so in my head uh, I've got plenty of jobs um which is a good thing. When, it, when I've got lots of things buzzing around in my head, that's always a good sign because that just means I'm just feeling a little bit tired and not fatigued and it's not, you know, the lupus or anything because if if it is that, I can't think either. I can't think straight and I, I think about a job and I think, oh, no, I can't do that. So I am actually thinking about all the things I've got to do. And today I'm thinking about taking out my loppers. One of the jobs I'm going to do is going to wander across the front paddock and see if my wild garlic is growing because I've seen quite a few people with big bunches of wild garlic and I don't think mine is out yet, but um, it is always a bit behind. Um, I planted it so I know exactly what it is. I don't go and forage wild garlic. I know it's wild garlic because I know where I planted it. And I planted it under the hedge at the front. And what I really would like it to do eventually, and I don't know how many years this is going to take, is to spread out onto the verge. And then other people can help themselves to wild garlic, which, uh, you know, I have no problem with. Um, once upon a time in my head, in my, in my, in my you know, the days of my uh, dreaming of a small holding, I really wanted to put um, fruit trees and that at the front. Um, and then... You know, when there was an abundance of fruit, people could help themselves to fruit that was, you know, either hanging that side of the hedge or um, falling on the ground. That was very unrealistic because we had a lot of horses here at the time. And I was, I was quickly realised that if I put those trees in there, then the horses are going to just eat them. So that never, ever got done. But, you know, I think it would be lovely if you if you do have that sort of situation. I mean, when I plant things I'm always thinking on the whole food 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 not just food for me now but food for future generations to come you know um the free food is my um well everybody is I mean free food is is the ultimate goal isn't it you know your blackberries and your your um elderberries and that that that's all um for me that's just like the icing on the cake uh in a in a self-sufficient system um you don't have to put any work into that apart from initially planting and then it just does it itself uh so yeah if you get a you know i just i just think that that's a way to give back to future generations um if possible and if if the where you live is gonna stay there for generations and not get uh built upon i suppose but um that was my idealistic dream really but never actually uh came about but I could you know I thought well I can put the garlic out there and hopefully that will spread and you know people will be able to help themselves so I am going to wander across there and have a look at that um I'm going to take my loppers and my pruners out with me a bit because I've got 
a couple of things, jobs identified that need to do. Uh, one is down in the paddocks where the horses are. And we've got two back to back field shelters. Um, sturdy ones they're built they're built in they're not the ones that you put on skids you don't move them they're very sturdy and uh, a um, an elderflower tree has grown up uh, in front of one which is fine but now it's got up behind the um, guttering and it's pulled the guttering away so I'm going to go and sacrifice that a bit this year and chop it right down so that we can get to the guttering and fix the guttering so that it fills up the water thing so that the horses have always got you know a bit of rainwater that they they can go to if uh if they want it um and then i've got uh the nut trees out here which i was talking about with i i always wait i will wait for john and he sort of comes along and does it with a hedge trimmer but what i think i might do is as you know as my brother-in-law always says little and often is just go out there with the um secateurs and just start chopping a little bit um you know one or two of the trees back uh if i can do one a bit every day i'll soon get that done and that's one job i don't have to wait for john to do then uh i've got another some big um oh i can't remember they're um Oh, and that's just escaped me as well, the name of that. Uh, Budlia. So they're the globus, the orange ball um, Budlia. And they, the butterflies, absolutely. When we first came here, they were smothered in butterflies because it was smothered in flowers. Uh, and then we cut them all back and there were no fl- flowers and there were no butterflies. <laughs> but now I've left them for a few years, but there are a few arms of it. I mean, they are ancient. And I have read that they very... Um, rarely live uh, more than sort of 10, 20 years, Budlia. But these have to be about 40 years old plus. Uh, and you can tell that from the um, from the trunk, you know, the very old, gnarly trunks at the bottom. Uh, one of them which looks like it's rotting away. So it's, I need to probably look at that before it falls and squashes all the flowers that are planted underneath because we've planted a bed underneath there now. But they are, I mean, I'm stood in my kitchen and I can see them from the front from here and so it's a one they're wonderful because the birds love to use them for roosting in in cold weather you know when it's a bit stormy when I start getting lots of sparrows and that coming flying around they, they're always you know the, the bush is always full it's always they're always there's two of them they're they're always full of bees and uh you know when the flowers are predominantly there they they're full of butterflies as well so they're absolutely fantastic for the wildlife um but there are a few lower branches that have curved and hang in and um i'm going to sort of just chop them so that i can get to the other areas underneath it uh, quite easily i did when we, we did the front of the building when we reclad it i took all the bird boxes off that i had there and i put them in those trees there but they are a bit low um and now we've got cats that are red hot on catching everything they're too low for the birds i'll probably take them out and go and put them somewhere else up a lot higher uh out of the way of my cats because uh yeah they it's it's a double-edged sword really having the cats they are brilliant i mean and every day uh one or the other of them has got a mouse or two you know and i think goodness me we must have thousands of mice around here because they're always catching mice but they do like to catch birds as well, which is, um, it's, as I said, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. But uh, 
you know, I, I need, we need them to catch the mice and things. So uh, we have to sort of put up with the other thing and hope that the birds will just stay out of the way, really. So, yeah, that's my plan today. I'm going to go out with my loppers and my secateurs and go on a little bit of a uh, walk around the perimeters, have a little look, see what's going on. Um, one of the things that you, you know you ought to do is uh, if you've got a small holding is walk around your perimeters, make sure uh, they, they say, I read somewhere that you should do it daily. I thought, no, I'm not going to do that daily, but you should every now and again walk around, make sure your fence is all right, make sure your hedges are doing okay. You know, make sure there's no obvious signs of somebody that's tried to get in, um, you know, things like that. Uh, also, you know, if you've got livestock, you need to make sure they're not going to be able to get out. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a wander and a snip and potter and all that kind of thing today, I think. Um, and no doubt I will find plenty to do out there, but that's sort of on my agenda today because the weather's okay. It's not, it's mild, it's dry. Um, the sun's not out yet. I don't think it's going to come out. It doesn't look like it's going to come out. It's quite cloud, heavy cloud. But it's, uh, it's a day where I can get out and I can do something. So that's what I should be doing. Mid-afternoon Monday. And uh, what a lovely day I'm having. It's the kind of day I love. Um, the sun has come out. Uh, the breeze is a tad cold. But it's a lovely day to work outside. Just fab fabulous. Um, the hazel trees I was going to have a little and often go out. I thought, oh, sod it, I'll just do the whole lot. <laughs> so that's what I did. I've done all that this morning. Uh, cleared up all the ground around it. Um, did a bit of weeding in the front uh, and things like that. And then, so that took me quite a lot of the morning, to be fair. When I came in, I thought it was only half past ten, but actually it was nearly twelve o'clock. And then I went out into the greenhouse. And the greenhouse is a balmy 29 degrees at the minute. So I thought I'd better give everything a bit of a water and um, check uh, check the tortoises. There are signs of life, so they've come through the winter. They're just not moving very much at the minute. Well, that's good, as long as they've made it through. That's, uh, that's good. I had some more plants arrive. Yep, some more. <laughs> some more dahlias. Um, I counted up the dahlias I've got potted up. I've got 32. 32 and counting, because who knows if I've got any more that's going to arrive. Um, a, a huge Sarah Bernhardt um, peony, which I've now planted in the ground. Um, and uh, a Strantia, I think, as well. Yeah, so um, the greenhouse is getting pretty full up with dahlias at the minute. Um, I'm thinking if it get uh, probably by this time next week, I might move them into the polytunnels just to see, because the polytunnels really don't get used um, full on until I start putting tomato plants and cucumber plants in there. So that's that's not yet. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry, got interrupted by one of those uh, telephone calls that you're not going to answer anyway. Um, well, I don't. <laughs> So, yeah, so I had a, a, a lovely morning um, out there. I, I came in, I had a quick sit down, not very much, not very long at all, 20 minutes, um, before going back out again. So I came in at about 12 o'clock and then I went back out. And I am going to um, 
now I'm going to spend the afternoon. I've got loads of seedlings, uh, self-sown seedlings everywhere of all types of different things. So I'm going to go around and uh, collect up, dig up a few of those to um, pot up and get going. Um, that's what I'm going to spend my time doing. I'm looking at the garden. Everything's coming on nicely now. The rhubarb's starting to sprout. We had a bit of rain the other day. And the reason, actually, I'm spending all the day outside is because the weather's supposed to deteriorate after this a little bit. So um, I did think this morning, I thought, well, I, if it's raining this morning, I'll do the cleaning. If it's nice, I'll go outside. Um, and so that's what I've done. Been outside most of the day. Haven't got over to the um, field shelter yet to do that, but it's not urgent. It will wait and... Uh, so I'll, I can do that another time. I might as well spend my time in the sunshine out the front um, potting up things. So, yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of the afternoon now just digging up uh, self-set seedlings and uh, plants that are sort of got a bit too big. I might even take a few more um, basil cuttings off of a few things. And, uh, yeah, that's what I call fun. Good morning. It's Tuesday morning. Um, just, oh, half past nine. Just gone half past nine. Um, the sun is shining, but it's quite cold out there. Um, I did expect to see a frost, but at quarter to seven this morning, and there wasn't a frost, um, not a search on the ground, but the air temperature is very cold. So the windscreen on the car and that were, was uh, had, you know, frost across it. And John said the tap was frozen, but... Uh, so it's quite a chilly wind today. Um, consequently, I, I went out this morning and put the eggs out. I thought, oh, yeah, that is a lot colder than it looks out here. Um, so I haven't gone outside yet. I'm waiting for it to warm up a tad. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I kind of wore myself out uh, a lot um, with a full day's work. And then John was late home, so I did the animals. And then I had to do the put them to bed as well and everything. So I actually didn't finish until uh, gone six o'clock yesterday. Um, and then I was in a grump then. And that's because I, I was tired and bits of me hurt. I stupidly jarred my arm when I was doing the... Um, trees out there and I pulled my back a couple of times just tiny little bit but enough to sort of make it hurt so I was tired and grumpy and I hurt and um not <laughs> it's not a very good combination to be fair um, when poor John's come home from a day's work and <laughs> I'm not in a very uh, sociable mood at all um but I've had a good night's sleep I actually did fall asleep on the sofa again and I had a good night's sleep and um, so I woke up today, I didn't feel quite as bad today as I did yesterday, not quite as heavy and lumpy, so not too bad, but yeah, I am waiting for that, um, sun to warm the place up a bit, if it does, as the wind is a tad cold, um, so in the back of my mind, I'm thinking if it does warm up enough, I might go down and do that other, um, elderflower tree and finally we managed to book an absolute date for this Saturday coming for the fencing, oh, mine amazing <laughs> I just like can't believe it I thought I know when we, we messaged him again and said look there's only chance of nailing a date for this and uh I thought I bet your bottom dollar he comes back with Sunday because that is we're going out Sunday 
to the local wildlife park because it's Florence's birthday. And I thought, I bet you he comes back with that. The only day of the year we actually go out for the whole day. Um, but no, it's, he's come back with a Saturday. So that's, that's good. We get the, uh, get the fencing in. Although I did say to John last night, we don't have the gates yet because we're still waiting for the woodyard to come up with the gates, which they, they, I mean, they were ordered a year ago. No sign of them. It's just like, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. Um, to be fair, we haven't chased it up, so this is partly our fault. John's going to chase that at some point this week and hopefully get the gates um, up as well so that the uh, we can... It doesn't matter too much for the time being um, because the horses can have full range. But, um, at, you know, going forward into spring, I do want to be able to shut them into... Uh, smaller areas obviously so they don't get too fat and get laminitis etc etc um i was thinking half the time you know i talk into this so i i know what i'm going to do for the rest of the day <laughs> otherwise i'll completely forget <laughs> what i'm going to do uh this morning i've been looking at um irrigation irrigation and thinking well thinking about a lot more about irrigation thinking about uh what flowers i want to put inside the polytunnel to bring them on earlier um yeah, so it's quite a lot. And I, I'm beginning to realise that the space I allocated was quite tiny, really. And if I really wanted to do this on a bigger scale, I'm going to have to allocate a much bigger area. Because, um, you know, as I said, I've already got 32 dahlias there uh, in pots waiting to go. Some of those, to be fair, will uh, came out from the front garden out here and they will go back into the front garden. They were my dahlias anyway, but um, only about three or four of them. The rest of them I've bought to uh, to do the cut flowers. Um, yeah, so mostly I've just been looking at bits and pieces this morning, reading up a few things on, you know, how to progress with the business side of it, um, how to market yourself, uh, you know, I've looked at all sorts of, lots of different things, really, lots of resources online available to to use. Um, still, we've got no sign of any flowers at the minute. Um, mainly that's because I didn't, obviously didn't prepare this time last year for this year, which I should have done. Um, but I am getting... Uh, it's becoming clearer in my head the structure of the year now which is um slightly different to when you just you know you're gardening for your own pleasure you know you go to the garden center you see something you like in flower you think oh i love that plant it job done obviously with the flower growing flowers for cutting that you have a different mindset a completely different mindset same with growing vegetables if you're growing vegetables for your own use you know, and I, we sell a bit of surplus vegetables, you know, it's it's not um, massively important to get them all to come at the right time and have enough. And, uh, you know, you have, you've got what you've got and you use what you've got and, you know, anything you're not using, you put out for sale. It, it's a more um, casual approach. But if, I, if you were uh, growing vegetables uh, in a market garden scenario to sell to the public all the time you have to really be um up your game and be on it and uh and know the structure of the year entirely inside out in order to do that so that's just the way um it it's becoming clearer all the time 
um, that that's what I need to be doing. I need to be looking at the whole the structure of the whole year. And within that structure, there are, you know, things that you can be growing inside uh, in a polytunnel to bring on earlier, uh, you know, and then at the other end of the year, things you can have in the polytunnel to, to extend the season, etc., uh, etc. Et so, yeah, um, that's, I've just been doing a quick bit of research this morning on that, uh, a bit of reading up and stuff like that. All the while I'm looking out the window thinking, do you think that's warm out? It's lovely and sunny, it looks lovely out there, but is it going to be very warm? <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to have to find out in a minute, go outside and have a potter around. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go and see what the temperatures are like. If it's a bit chilly, I might just dive into the greenhouse and see what's, uh, what the temperature's like in there and uh, think about moving some of the stuff that I've got in there uh, into the polytunnels so that I can um, start sowing some more seeds. I'm, st- I'm still not direct sowing outside at the minute because it's still uh, a bit cold. I think we've got like a couple of cold days coming up um, and from what I can see on the long-term forecast, uh, it's not going to be too bad going forward from here. So um, there's hope on the horizon, people. Uh, and it's not going to be massive. Uh, hopefully, we're not going to go into just a massive heat splurge. But um, hopefully, it'll be a lot more spring-like and a little bit more stable, she says. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, 3.30 Tuesday. Um, I got uh, I did go out this morning and I didn't go down and do that bush at the uh, by the field shelter but I did uh, spend the morning um, in the greenhouse and around the greenhouse sorting out plants sowing some more seeds um, and what I was trying to do is just sow a few seeds um, of the ones that normally would go in direct sow some of them I picked and choosed which ones because some's not going to be so great if you if you uh there'll be tiny seedlings and so um, like nigella there's no point trying to um sow those indoors or uh direct sow those and things and uh yeah basically just uh, putting a few things on putting an extra shelf in there making room to move stuff about making sure everything's watered making sure everything's not too wet um etc etc put a couple of more uh, plant pots out for sale with alliums in um, things like that uh, that was up to lunchtime really and then Sam and Shelley and the kids that came the ones that are not at school um, well Florence finished nursery and then came so yeah and then they spent the afternoon here and then um, John came home and uh, but uh, meanwhile actually before the girls come so my sister has a contact who's um, Ukrainian and her brother is going to take a van full of uh, clothes um, into Ukraine, as far as I can gather. So what they were after is um, clothing like you would wear for skiing because obviously it's very cold there at the minute. And so these are this clothing is for civilian fighters. Um, and they need warm clothing such as you would wear for skiing so base layers um, any ski weight you've got any uh, steel toe cap beats actually hats uh, scarves gloves now um, 
and thick socks. So uh, I know we've we got an abundance of thick socks lying around the place. Um, all at the bottom of John's wardrobe, actually, is he had about 10 pairs, which he's never going to get round to wearing. And even if he does need them, eventually we'll just go buy some more. That's fine. So I've now got a pile of um, uh, socks, some um, thermal underwear that uh, we no longer wear because um, we've got some newer stuff. Uh, and I don't know why I keep it. I mean, I think I got rid of mine, but I kept John's just in case he ever wanted it. And then um, hats. I uh, haven't sorted out any gloves yet, but I've also got, uh, we've also got a plethora of uh, coats out the back there um, of different type fleece, you know, fleece jackets. Uh, there's one or two, um, actually three now. I've identified three coats that are waterproof, windproof that we never wear, which will be ideal. Um, we And we don't wear them anymore because they've been replaced by a new one. Like, for instance, if somebody's bought John a new one for his birthday or Christmas or whatever, or a new work coat, um, some we were given, uh, one of them. It's not ideal for camouflage because it's bright yellow, but it is an excellent ski jacket, um, which my dad gave me. And I know he won't mind if it goes on to help those out there. So I'm going to... I've uh, been washing some of the stuff and then I'll get it all up ready and take it round to my sister and that will go off um, in another van load. He's just taken one lot. They loaded up one last night and he went off and then the next lot will go on the 18th. So we'll be busy getting, you know, getting stuff ready and taking out there or he will take it there and uh, we do our bit then that way, which is uh, every little bit that we can do is... Um, help you know helps morale really and uh i think that's uh, what needs to be done it just otherwise you just feel useless so you can do what you can do and uh hope that it all helps it's half eight uh wednesday morning um the sun is shining, the sky is blue, and the wind doesn't feel as cold as it did yesterday. So I think that's going to be quite a nice day. And as yet, I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to be doing. Although I think one of the jobs is going to be moving the dahlias I've got in pots over to the polytunnel because I've had notification of... Um, some more plants coming. Uh, and these are, I think... I can't remember, it's 24 or 48 plug plants. I think it's 24 delphinium plug plants, which I will obviously need um, space for. Um, and then I've got some penstemon coming and a couple of um, broom shrubs. And I think that's probably about it then. That's the tail end of, I hope, I'm not sure, to be fair, to be honest. Um, but I think that's more or less all the plants arrived and then getting in situ and so now is the time when everything will hopefully start to grow and um, I just think I will leave a couple more uh, where are we now I'm not sure what date we're on I think I might maybe leave it another week or more before I start direct sowing outside just to make sure that the weather's uh, that the seedlings are going to cope with the weather um, I was reflecting this morning on the state of world affairs because you you know you can't hide yourself away in a bubble from them. It's 
you know, it's everywhere. Every time you listen to the radio, you put the radio on just for some music and, you know, you get the news and on it comes. But I was, you know, I was thinking what a sad world we live in um, when this kind of thing happens. And you'd have liked to have thought that in, you know, 2022, we'd have moved on from the kind of um, people that run the countries that are that that are just um bullies um you know they don't they're not they haven't got there by popularity they've got there through fear and aggression and bullying and uh you know this it'd be nice when one day there's a world where the leaders actually uh, are there because they care about the people and not not their own egos and their own wealth. Um, whether that day will ever, ever come, I don't know. It's a, it's a very sad situation. And in this day and age, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that the intelligence levels were uh, higher than that, but they appear not to be. So, um, yeah, that's what I was reflecting on this morning. And... Um, you know, I've just I've gathered together all of the things that I'm going to send over now. It turned out there's about five coats there, and you know, John's like, "Yeah, just give away whatever," because you know they need it more than we do. Um, it's just very sad. It's very sad, that, and it's heartbreaking to be fair to watch all the the news bulletins. And although I try not to, I do come in and think, "Right, let's see what's happening um, today," but. Uh, yeah, I just, it's just unbelievable, to be fair, unbelievable to, to see that that's happening over in Eastern Europe. It's uh, shocking. Um, back to home issues. Um, John's obviously gone off to work. He's He goes off to work. He does the animals before he goes to work. Sometimes I have to do them in the afternoon. Sometimes, like yesterday, he was here. And so he went and did them, which is fine. Um, which means I can get on with other things. And there's always plenty of other things to do. I'm conscious that my house needs clean, but uh, while the weather's like this, I'm not going to... I mean, it's not bad. It's just I can see dust and things, you know, and I'm like, oh, it does need a clean. But um, while the weather's like this, it's better to get on outside. And then when the rain comes at some time, I can do the cleaning indoors. That's fine. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to do. First thing first, I've got to sort out what's going to be for dinner tonight. And then I'm going to think about what I'm doing outside. And probably one of the main jobs is move those dahlias now. I, I thought, I said to John, I wanted to move the ranunculus and actually um, plant some of them in the polytunnel so that I can get them growing a little bit earlier. But I'm also aware that ranunculus like, you know, things like to eat ranunculus a lot. So, um I've got a couple out the front, but they're just every time they come through, the flowers come through, they're getting eaten, which is a shame. But um, yeah, so I, I would like to do that. I would probably, I maybe have a go with a couple and see how they get on. But uh, I'm always conscious of something probably going to eat them. Um, <laughs> there's always a battle going on somewhere in the world, and uh, I've got my battles here with the, with the insects and the and the mice and foxes and wildlife i suppose but but you know trying we try to live in harmony with them but uh it's not always that easy
uh, just coming for lunch and uh, I've had quite a nice morning out there actually. Um, did a bit in the greenhouse, moved all the dahlias over, makes a lot more room in the greenhouse for anything else that's coming on. And then I um, sat out the front making uh, supports for my peonies. Um, last year, the peonies um, didn't really amount to much. Somebody gave them to me and I put them in and they didn't really come up, but I guess they needed a settling in period. And now I can see that they're shooting, all but one of them, I think one's died, but the others are all shooting beautifully. So um, peonies obviously do need some support. And I don't know about you, but I've looked at the price of supports for anything, plant supports, and they're astronomical. And uh, as I cut down all the hazel um, the other day, I've got lots of hazel whips. So I sat making um, three-legged uh, supports for the peonies. And basically I just used three of the whips in the ground in triangular sort of formulation and then make some um round uh so you, so manipulate the, the hazel twigs into round circles i did use some twine to tie them because they um do they are a bit springy and um pop two of those over and tie them on so um they've cost me basically a little bit of my time and some twine and that's it and they're nice and free and they're sturdy as long as they're sturdy they don't look immaculate but when the peonies grow you're not going to see them anyway the, the main thing is is that they're sturdy and they will hold the peonies up beautifully and uh so i'm quite pleased with that i've made uh three four four out there this morning so um yeah quite chuffed with that and uh they will do the job uh, for next to nothing. Bonus. Hello. It's a Thursday morning and I've just sat and listened to this through before I publish it. <clears throat> and uh, I'll just um, update you on a... On a couple of things well not update you just let you know what's going to be doing today uh so today i have i am going to go and do that um bush down by the uh field shelter it's in my target site and i'm locked on so that is definitely definitely what i'm just about to go and do um straight away after i've published this for the morning um one thing i was going to say is um if you are obviously, I, I've got a blog um, and I got a Facebook page as well. So when I talk about these things, if you want to see pictures of what I've been doing and, and things, they are on um, the blog most of the time. So um, which you can find at WordPress. Um, every, everything's under Friesland Farm, which is um, F-R-I-E-S-L-A-N-D. Um everything so wordpress is under freezing farm the facebook page is under freezing farm um the flowers are at, under flowers at freezing farm um so that's that's where you can find us if you want to have a look at anything uh the uh, the website the wordpress uh, i do have so it's www.freezingfarm.com that is where you'll find the um the blog uh but you can also find it through the through the WordPress site as well. 
so yeah if you have if you want to look at any of the pictures or anything else that's also you can have a look and sometimes obviously I can go a bit more in depth on when I'm writing than than I can when I'm talking it's it's slightly different there is crossovers but it's a slight obviously different platforms and so slightly different content or presented in different ways that's all so uh, yeah so um thank you for listening again this week um as I said I'm about to go out it's quite sunny out there it's quite breezy actually actually look out one window it's very sunny it looks all lovely you look out the other window and there's a few dark clouds to towards the west I'm not quite sure whether we're going to get some rain today but I've hung the washing out in hopes that that will dry um and it's a little bit breezy but it's quite mild so and I'm definitely definitely now going to go and do that uh, bush down there by the field shelter so yep thanks for listening and i'll catch you next week